Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Thank you very much for being here. We appreciate it. I'm Jamie Markley. That's David Van Camp. There's Scott Robbins. I like it, David, when you say, can we start the show with some complete word salad? I'm like, yeah. sure. Yeah, Let's do it. Looking for a light snack, right? Okay, so yeah. uh, Joe Biden and Donald Trump are making dueling trips to the border. Uh, Joe Biden's going to be bragging about how great he's been on the border, I suppose. It's going to be very bizarre. Um, or it is very bizarre. Uh, Corrine Jean-Pierre... Uh, the White House press secretary was on CNN this morning, and she was asked about the border crisis, especially uh, given the murder of Lakin Riley, the college student who was beaten right. to death, allegedly, by an illegal immigrant. Yeah. Okay, how'd she answer that? So, first of all, I want to offer uh, our condolences to the family uh, of Lakin. I mean, this is a horrific, horrific loss for any family. And obviously, uh, any if whoever is found guilty, uh, we need to make sure that uh, make sure that that happens. And obviously, uh, we don't want to uh, we don't want to see uh, anything happen like that again. But here's the thing: we have done the work. Uh, to make sure we're dealing with a broken immigration system. The Republicans have gotten in the way. They have gotten in the way. God, I can't stand this anymore. Holy smokes. Such a lie. Going on about this incredible loss. And then, But here's the thing. Yeah. We've yeah. done the work. Well, let's drag the politics back into you, it. Yes. Well, Not even for like a moment. You never needed Congress. All you had to do was shut the border. Biden could have done it. He opened it to begin with, and now we're playing these games. And now it's, okay, this is an important issue, and so Biden's going to go down. Okay? To the part where it's not a problem as much as it was a year ago. I mean, that was talked about on Fox this morning because they sent Lawrence Jones down there saying, hey, why now? That's what people in Brownsville are saying. Why now, Joe Biden? It's so frustrating to see this and then to see media just sort of go along with it. You know, good morning, America, uh, on the border today. And, you know, it's all of the talking points from all of these propagandists talking about they've done the work, but the Republicans stand in the way. It's rare dueling visits here to the border today. President Biden and Donald Trump will outline their very different visions for how to tackle this immigration crisis. The president is expected to meet with Border Patrol and local law enforcement and to once again blame Donald Trump for tanking that bipartisan border deal that would have included some of the toughest reforms in decades. That legislation would have imposed stricter asylum restrictions, included daily limits on border crossings and billions of dollars in new funding for security, but Donald Trump pressured Republicans to kill that bill to deny President Biden a political win. Donald right, Trump stop is there. Go ahead, David. It's all yours. Well, okay. Donald Trump may have lobbied to kill that bill. I, you know, I'm sure. Why not? I, I, I don't have any reason to doubt that. It's a bad bill. Do you know why, though, senators decided to not even bring it to the floor? Why they pushed back? Because they heard from voters. Yeah. Period. 
It was because every Republican senator was told by voters, if you go through with this, you're going to be primaried. Yes. Because it wasn't going to do the job. There were so many holes in that. And again, you knew this was going to get played the exact way it's getting played right now. I think the good news is, at least according to the polling, independents aren't buying what they're selling right now. Not at all. By the way, they also uh, mentioned Biden's health. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, and part of that, I think I can just skip right to it. it. This is funny to me. Just Yeah, he did. And Michael, his doctor says the president is fit to serve. He found no new health concerns over the last year. He did say that the president is, quote, a healthy, active, robust 81-year-old. The annual exam did not, however, include a mental fitness test. His doctors didn't think it was necessary. And the White House argues the president passes a cognitive test every day just by doing his job. (laughs) He's fit to serve as a Walmart greeter. They left that part out. (laughs) What? I like the the wording of that too, though. No new issues since last year. Right. Now, what's interesting? You could play clip after clip after clip of Biden, well, shaking hands with Ghost, forgetting where he is, thinking dead people are alive in the room, all that stuff. But we just have heard within the last month. You know what? The guy's not fit to stand trial. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, we can't go after him on this classified documents thing. I mean, we got an elderly man, well-meaning, but he couldn't stand trial. Right. Not capable. But the doctor says, we don't need a cognitive test. And just funny to me, so they follow that up right after that story with Mitch McConnell stepping down, okay? An 82-year-old has had a series of recent health scares, including a bad fall last year, and those alarming public moments where he appeared to freeze mid-sentence during press conferences. But But we're not going to mention this elderly guy that can't stand trial. (laughs) (laughs) It's just comical to me. and 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 pointing out that Mitch McConnell glitched out repeatedly is fair game to me. I Me too. That's fine. 100%. 100%. But you're supposed to notice that, but not Joe Biden <laughs> recalling conversations with dead people. Correct. Okay. From from 30 years ago. Right. Who wrote that piece? The DNC? Yeah. Well, pretty much. I mean, that's, it sounds yeah. like a campaign message. It's like state-run media. It's dude. unbelievable. That's it really unreal. Meanwhile, you probably heard um, an activist judge in Illinois has removed Trump from the Illinois presidential ballot. Oh, good. Yeah. But politics had nothing to do with it. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the it's the 14th Amendment insurrection clause thing again. And, and it, it's so lame and such a weak legal argument that you everyone is pretty confident that the Supreme Court, if it's not 9-0, it'll probably be 8-1 at, at worst uh, overruling uh, a previous move made in Colorado. Now, the judge in Illinois stayed her own order, meaning it's not in effect right now, because she knows there's going to be an appeals process. And the Supreme Court is supposed to be handing down a decision on the Colorado case where the, that state Supreme Court took Trump off the ballot. Uh, they're spo- they said they were going to give a, a um, an update on it or hand down a decision before Super Tuesday, which is, what, next week? Yeah. So... But this is a way for this activist judge to get around her yeah. colleagues and celebrate. You know, with some champagne. You know, like when she won the judgeship that was going around online. Good Lord. That's a beaut. Yeah. Meanwhile, um, 
You had a clip of Chris Hayes. I haven't heard this, David. Yeah. Sounds like it's entertaining. Well, yeah. So the Supreme Court says it's going to hear the the case to decide whether or not Trump has immunity in the so-called January 6th cases. All right. Now, Trump's team has argued that looking for voter fraud was part of his job as commander-in-chief, so it can't be a crime. you got to make sure that the election was conducted fairly and without fraud. Uh, lower, a couple of lower, lower courts have ruled against him, but the Supreme Court said uh, last night it's ready to hear the argument to settle this. Those arguments will be heard in April, and liberals are freaking out about this because they realize, oh, no, the plan to try to take Donald Trump to court, it's not going to happen before the election probably. Oh, no, here's MSNBC's Chris Hayes. Okay. Remember, Donald Trump, of course, participated in a violent coup to overthrow democracy. The first president to set himself squarely against the constitutional order in history. And he was indicted by our Justice Department, representative of us, the people. All that is on hold because the Supreme Court wants to hear oral arguments. Ready for this? Seven weeks from now, it is an unmistakable sign from the MAGA majority of the Trump-created court that they are with him for attempting to end American democracy. (laughs) The Mueller investigation didn't stop him. Two congressional impeachments did not stop him. Four criminal prosecutions are not going to stop him. Supreme Court, he helped to stack, will not stop him. Go home to mommy. Right. Like, dude, chill. (laughs) This is actually how it works. And you know, when when the when the trial was, uh, schedule was initially set, I mean, we were talking about it, and it's like it's probably not going to be done before uh, before the end of of the election cycle because these things take a long time, and the right to a speedy trial is meant to uh, benefit the defendant, not the state. The state yeah. doesn't have a right to a speedy trial; a defendant does. And if a defendant wants more clarity on what he's he or she is being charged with or for. They have every right in the world to try to do so. Yes. You know, sometimes, are you ever around anybody that really doesn't follow politics that much, or at least cable news? Yeah. Okay. So, I'm not going to say who it was. Had some people over, and, you know, there's different talk about different things. And, you know, the whole Trump thing came up off the ballot in Illinois. And it just reminded me of this, this clip of chris hayes and so you go down like on youtube and it'll have you know the latest news and there there was a you know like a thumbprint or whatever you call it where you could click and it's it's rachel maddow and somebody else very upset about the supreme court right and someone i mean not in a joking way said is that a dude looks like a nice little guy actually no 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 that's rachel maddow she's one of the top you know, cable news well, host if, in all, the liberal world. In all fairness, though, you do need a new scorecard now. What do you mean? You don't know anymore. Oh, because all these people yeah, are yeah. gone and it's changed out and well, you don't know? Well, that and the fact that men look like women, women look like men. I mean, I don't know what's well, going on anymore either. <laughs> and the thing is, I mean, she had to look first, but Chris Hayes is somebody who looks like they were trying to draw Rachel Maddow from memory. <laughs> so, Well, when something's working, you adopt it. Yeah, it's David. easy to confuse the <laughs> yes, two. I understand right. that. Mm-hmm. He's Rachel Maddow if Rachel Maddow <laughs> sat down to pee, is what I'm saying. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, David, there's something else I want to get to, and I know you're on top of this because you've been watching this case from the get-go, and it's the whole Alec Baldwin movie set where the lady died, got shot, he shot her, and now the rust armorer is on trial. Yeah. 
And what was the latest of what we heard out of that well, yesterday? Well, this is making the rounds now because someone claimed it was from a court proceeding uh, involving Fulton County, Georgia DA Fonnie Willis, who lied about the affair she had with the prosecutor she hired to go after Donald Trump. This is not from that court case, despite what you may have seen on, on social media. This is from a few days ago during the trial of Hannah Gutierrez-Reed. This is the movie prop lady who helped Alec Baldwin kill that woman on the set of the movie Rust. She was the okay. one responsible for the firearms on the set. Mm-hmm. Now, this, this moment is still worth playing, I think, because well, the prosecutors in that case called a guy to the stand. His name is uh, Jason Hawks. He helps recover digital information from cell phones. And what she named her phone as it would show up on, like, Bluetooth displays and whatnot. Yeah. is rather unfortunate, I think. Hmm. Roll it. What's the owner name of this phone? Um, the, the name that would appear on, say, a Bluetooth device is found on line uh, 32, which is uh, Gorilla Grip. What? What? Gorilla Grip. Grip rhymes with wussy. Yeah, pal. Pal. Which is uh, Gorilla Grip. Pal. Okay. <laughs> Heck of a deal. <laughs> sort that one out. Now, what bearings does that have on the case? I'm not sure. I don't know. Oh, boy. Gorilla Grip is fierce. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot to get to, including uh, the wildfires in Texas and the news update. All coming up right here. you know and trust is now Angie and we're so much more than just a list we still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly we can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish so remember Angie's list is now Angie and we're here to get your job done right get started at Angie.com that's A-N-G-I or download the app today For John's 60th birthday, his family planned to drive down old Route 66. But the trip took a detour when his wife got sick with RSV. It's a highly contagious virus that can lead to breathing problems and hospitalizations. This year, we don't want to cancel our plans. We're protecting ourselves with Pfizer's RSV vaccine, Abrisvo, respiratory syncytial virus vaccine. Abrisvo, a vaccine to prevent lower respiratory disease from RSV in people 60 years and older. It's not for everyone and may not protect all who receive it. Don't get Abrisvo if you've had an allergic reaction to its ingredients. A weakened immune system may decrease your response. Most common side effects are tiredness, headache, injection site pain, and muscle pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-844-989-7284 or visit abrisvo.com. So don't wait. Ask your pharmacist or doctor about Pfizer's RSV vaccine of Brisvo, because every breath matters. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must be IRA for five years. Match on transfer subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. 
The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Um, we got a story about climate change here, David. Yeah, and it doesn't make any sense here. So there's a horrible wildfires in the Texas Panhandle. The largest one has already burned over a million acres. Jeez. Um, it's already the largest wildfire in state history. And, of course, media is out there saying, well, it's because of climate change, even though their analysis on the matter actually makes no sense. Here's CNN's climate reporter Bill Weir, who was making the case that it's wet and windy, and that's why climate change caused a massive wildfire in Texas. Okay. The record was 2011 when nearly 4 million acres burned uh, from 30,000 fires. That was an epic drought year uh, there. And they're not even in a drought right now, Jim. It's been a fairly average and a little bit wetter uh, winter right now. Uh, They got a break in the weather. Today it's a little cooler, but the hot temperatures, 70 degree temperatures and above, are coming back. If anything, this is not a one-off that we should be watching these events happen. These are lessons for a hotter, drier, more unpredictable future. we need to harden our, our homes, ourselves, our communities, because this is the this is the new normal, I'm afraid. Hotter and drier, but it was cooler and wetter. That didn't make any sense at all. That report makes no sense. Okay, I'm glad. What I is he talking my about? ADD brain no. was going in a circle and I got no. lost. No. How, we how, know this happens all the time. How do you write that? And then report it, it doesn't make yeah. any sense. Even though all evidence is to the contrary, yeah. we're still going to say that it's climate change because we say so and we are the experts. We're in the business of scaring people. Yeah. But honestly, they get more clicks and more viewers the more they scare them. That's been found out over <laughs> time. And again, man, you feel like you've got to have this conversation every time. Is there something to climate change? Okay, it's a degree and a half over this amount of time. Uh, but it's not what was predicted from the, quote, experts years ago. And now when you're forecasting, the truth is people really don't know. Did Kamala Harris get a byline and- on that? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, people, are, you know what, speaking of Kamala Harris, some people are saying, okay, she went into a different accent again. No. Yeah. No. You hadn't heard that? No. Oh, yeah, she was uh, doing an interview. I think it was an NPR station. And she was talking about a conversation with faith leaders. And some would say she was sounding a little more, quote, black, whatever that means. I don't know if you'll think that or not. but <laughs> You know, I was recently with a bunch of um, faith leaders, and I said, you know, <laughs> I, I said to the, the preachers who were there, you know, during announcements on Sunday at church, could you, could you perhaps ask people to stand up and <laughs> say who got there? student loan um forgiven because so many have (laughs) dang that was like that she can like pop in and out of that man uh, like like at will apparently yes just like boom just like that yes so yeah remind people at church who paid for their student loan yeah right okay don't thank the Lord for any blessings just, that you may just, have had. I was just going to thank say the that. Lord, Joe Biden. Yeah, are you kidding me? Wow, yeah, this is the Markley Jesus. Van Camp Robin Show. Yes, blood of Jesus did nothing. Joe Biden did. Heck yeah, he did. Made it happen. Where are we? I don't know, man. Biggest story today, David. What is it? Uh, biggest story of the day: Joe Biden and Donald Trump doing uh, uh, dueling visits to the southern border to 
high, well, uh, on the case of Donald Trump, it's to highlight the disaster that Joe Biden has unleashed on this country. But on the part of Joe Biden, it's to celebrate how great he's doing. I mean, don't believe your lying eyes. It was like yesterday, talking about how great he's been doing on crime. Yeah. What? I guess what, you just say it and the media backs you up and people will believe it, I guess. Something like that. And eating food in bowl is racist. Straight ahead. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer. David Van Camp, the millennial, the sexy boomer. That's Scott Robbins. Uh, looks like Variety Magazine is waving the white flag on Biden. That was reported by Christian Toto from what? Hollywood and Toto. Yeah. Why? Uh, they said that surprise appearance on Late Night with Seth Meyers was a disaster. As you have different people on the left saying, oh, see, he's so relatable. Funny, too. Great sense of humor. Joe Biden. Okay. Right. It's like, No. He came off as an elderly man with a poor memory, <laughs> just like the special counsel said. Right. He appeared disoriented at times and struggled to complete many of his thoughts. Because you had those clips, he starts to say oh. something, and then, uh, uh, anyway, uh, I want to get in. Everybody laughs. Yeah. Yeah, and then they start laughing because yeah. the applause light comes on. Yeah, the new that that's the new crutch for him is that instead of just trailing off, someone has coached him. Hey, when you lose your train of thought completely and you say anyway, make it seem like you're just overwhelmed. Yes. So you say, I shouldn't get started. Yeah. Well, shoot, I've done it many times in my life. Start to go off on a tangent and you realize you're running in the circle. Anyway, forget it. I don't want to ramble on. Yeah, but you add something to it rather than just say anyway and just go away. There is that part where yeah. it's like he's defeated and he just gives up. We, yeah. You know, given the examples many times i think the best is if it holds near and dear to you that you uh um like to be able to anyway <laughs> you know and the thing is where did like to be able to even come into that i don't know i mean that's not like booting a word or two that's like creating a whole vocabulary around it yeah it, but the thought is yeah. out there right now and people go back and forth and i was thinking about bringing a whole other story in but we've gone over this so many times that the Democrats are stuck with Biden now. They know they got a problem, but they're going to be stuck with him. They know it. That's why they're saying, see, the doctor said he's healthy. Yeah, right. Uh, great. Okay. It's hard to keep up with him. And he's the one that's trying to fix this border. It's the bad Republicans that are standing in the way. They want this as an issue. They don't want to solve the problem. So I thought it was interesting. Uh, Lawrence Jones, who's on Fox from Texas, um, he was in Brownsville today, where Biden is going to be, and said this. You know, Steve, the pundits can go back and forth, or, or, you know, whether they think it's a political stunt on one side or the other, but the people here remember, and <clears throat> the same people that I spoke to today, I spoke to them when I was here a year ago when the surge was happening, and they wonder why the President of the United States has become this Johnny-come-lately. Once the problem was fixed by Greg Abbott, why is he coming to visit a place where the crossings are only 15 to 17 people a day and not going to where the epicenter of the crisis is. Why not go to Eagle Pass? Why not go to Arizona? The only visit that he's going to get right now is talk with a stage, a Border Patrol uh, leadership. He's going to talk with some community members, but he's not going to get a feel of what it's like to have a crisis at the border. So
Right. Which you brought up the other day, David. That's the way it plays out. So we'll see how all of that's covered today. That should be entertaining. All right, at that point of the show, we got to roll now. Um, may not be the biggest story out there, but it certainly caught your attention. And I can't wait for yours, David. Uh, it's What's Your Story? Yeah. And David, you can lead it off. What is this? Uh, the left-wing news site Salon has an unhinged article out. Now, I've had a theory for a while about Salon. Okay. That it's actually funded by some right-wing meme lord. And they just try. It's 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 basically a parody uh, website to basically say, okay, here they the goal is to make progressives look as silly as humanly possible. That's not a lot of work. Though. I know you it's know, not a lot of work. No, but, it isn't. But the other benefit is that you can also influence those silly progressives into adopting your absolutely insane worldview by putting this out. So it's like two birds, one stone. Man, it'd be brilliant. There's some like right-wing dark money group that's funding this you know <laughs> anyway the article is talking specifically about how chains chain restaurants will take foreign inspired concepts and put them into popular food bowls you got burrito bowls it's like here's our thai chili chicken bowl or whatever you know where you get your protein your grain and your and your veggies together mm-hmm. uh that's racist eating food out of bowls is racist apparently What's wrong with the bowl in the last decade she writes Bowlification has become a growing <laughs> and persevering trend within fast yes. casual dining. Bowlification. Bowlification. Yes. Freaking right. Much of bowl eating. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. It sounds like something on ABC Sports. <laughs> <laughs> Much of bowl eating centers on international cuisines. Think about it. When have you ever seen American fare be presented in bowl form? Well, Cereal? The, Ice cream? Well, KFC had the lunch bowl or whatever it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Where it was like a mashed potatoes, potatoes, corn, potatoes and, the, and chicken in there yeah, and stirred got, it all up? Yeah. Yeah. Patton Oswalt, before he completely lost his mind over Trump, uh, he had a really funny bit about that, like almost 20 years ago, I think, where he was like, this is the future. And, and I'll, I'll tell you, man, in a few years, they're going to, KFC is going to invent something that's called the lunch gun, which is where they just <laughs> shoot it directly into your mouth. <laughs> um, <laughs> But anyway, yeah, apparently this person has never been to a KFC and doesn't realize that American fare can be presented in bowl form as well. Unfortunately, she writes, a major downside of the bowl is that it gentrifies such cuisines, stripping them of their authenticity in an attempt to make them more palatable for the majority white consumers. (laughs) Who's, Who's getting... A Thai chili chicken bowl from Noodles and Company or whatever, thinking this is authentic Thai cuisine. Nobody. They like no. the flavor. That's it. Right. Man, I don't even dare ask about soup. Just eat it <laughs> off a plate. Okay? Eat it off right. a plate or you're racist. <laughs> Just cup your hands. Or, or yes. like Robbins <laughs> likes to tell the joke every Halloween. You know, he's handing out bags of chili. We'll just yes, they, right. they serve all your food in bags. I was miles ahead of my time. See? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's incredible. The bullification. The bullification of cuisine is racist, apparently. Yeah. I think she's got some very deep seated problems. Yes, yeah, very much yes. so. Yeah. I think so. Holy smokes. <laughs> well, for what's your story, you mind if I go ahead of you? Because I got a food story. That's fine. Go ahead. And I may completely misunderstand this. So please help me on this. This is where I fear my ADD brain is like, did I miss something here? 
Remember the other day we were talking about Wendy's and the dynamic pricing? Yeah. And people did get really ticked off about it. Yeah. At the time, I remember having this conversation. Honestly, from the get-go, I'm thinking, well, they're not going to charge more than they normally would. It's during an off time they would reduce it, right? And they're like, no, that's not it. They could charge more. Right. Well, I'm reading this story. The AP, CNN had it, saying, well, Wendy's is now claiming they want dynamic pricing to reduce prices. It's like they're going back on what they said because they heard their customers. And so as I read this, I'm thinking, okay, explain this to me. Word got out that the CEO of Wendy's said they'd boost profits by introducing digital menu boards that can display dynamic pricing that fluctuates throughout the day, as well as AI-powered suggestive selling. I understand what that sounds like, but the dynamic pricing, just thinking about you know different businesses that have had dynamic pricing, they would never gouge. I wasn't thinking about Uber or car services. No. You know, sometimes, like, uh, not so much anymore, but a few years back, golf courses would do dynamic pricing. So if it was wide open in the afternoon, you might go out at some muni for, you know, 12 bucks or something. Like, oh, we'll check that out. So that's where my brain was. So as the story goes on, it says the statement from Wendy said, we wouldn't raise prices when our customers are visiting us, visiting us most. This could allow us to change the menu at different times of day and offer discounts, particularly in slower times of the day. Well, honestly, which is what I thought. Um, but they're saying, well, it's because the CEO and they heard the backlash, so they're changing it now. But the thing is, they were talking about surge pricing, and so they had to admit that Wendy's was not quoted saying surge pricing. That came from the media, that, and it did. They did call it dynamic pricing. Well, you got a messaging issue then. You need to work that out. I I agree with you 100%. The way it came out from yeah. Wendy's was wrong. They That should have been better handled. But now, as far as CNN saying, well, okay, so, yeah, we gave it this other word, but don't blame us. Their fault. Right, well. No, they're just bad messengers. You people are liars. Yeah, right. <laughs> There's one that's worse than the other. Well, well definitely. I mean... But keep in mind, that segment on CNN was brought to you by McDonald's. So. Yeah, there you go. But dynamic pricing, we've come to know this as a real thing. I mean, if you buy sports tickets for a weeknight where the demand is less, you pay less money for the same ticket. Yes. Yeah, so we're used to it. I mean, we know what that means when we hear the word dynamic pricing. It's like, whoa. Is that the way you originally heard it, dynamic or surge pricing? Yeah, I, I heard surge. That See, was I heard the, dynamic. the headline I saw it first. Okay. All right. Maybe my brain went to dynamic instead. I don't know. I don't know. I just thought that was really interesting how that was. That's the dynamic all, brain, though. So. All handled. Yes. So for what's your story, what do you got, Scott? Uh, Republicans on social media are rallying behind an Amish farmer in Pennsylvania who suffered a police raid last month for selling milk in violation, they claim, of government regulations. Poor old Amos Miller is arguing today that he sells his products only to his private membership association and is not in the public. So everything from the government on down, the regulators, hey, hands off, man. Uh, those reports led to a raid of his farm. And it's, not ha it's happened before to this guy, too. He's an Amish farmer, right? Lawyers, by the way, for Miller, countered saying, 
that they justified this by reports of a 2018 death, supposedly involving Miller's products. Woman drank the milk, got sick, died. That was the story, right? Okay, was there a lawsuit? Was there... No, anything because legally she done? didn't die of it. Oh, I was going to say this doesn't sound right. She had cancer. She died. What well, did she? What did she drink the milk? Yes. Did that kill her? No. Wow. So they've been after this guy ever since. So Thomas Massey said uh, this is shameful. So this is a classic example of government overreach, and this kind of stuff has got to stop. We he got said, fentanyl right everywhere. Well. Here's the People thing. here illegally committing violent crimes, but we're worried about the Amish guys selling the milk. Guys who sell fentanyl shoot at you. An Amish farmer isn't going to shoot back. <laughs> They're pacifists. All right? So if you're going to kick the door down anywhere, you would an Amish farmer. Man, oh, man. I know. It sucks. It really does. Yeah. The people that make those decisions, you would like to see them get theirs. You really would. Yep. Oh, wow. Okay. Much more to get to. Uh, apparently, Van Jones, CNN, is heartbroken. I don't know if he's so heartbroken that he wept again. Oh, uh, no. But Are you kidding me? He is heartbroken that someone is still on the ballot in Arizona. <laughs> we will get to that in a news update straight ahead. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. For John's 60th birthday, his family planned to drive down old Route 66. But the trip took a detour when his wife got sick with RSV. It's a highly contagious virus that can lead to breathing problems and hospitalizations. This year, we don't want to cancel our plans. We're protecting ourselves with Pfizer's RSV vaccine, Abrisvo, respiratory syncytial virus vaccine. Abrisvo, a vaccine to prevent lower respiratory disease from RSV in people 60 years and older. It's not for everyone and may not protect all who receive it. Don't get Abrisvo if you've had an allergic reaction to its ingredients. A weakened immune system may decrease your response. Most common side effects are tiredness, headache, injection site pain, and muscle pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-844-989-7284 or visit abrisvo.com. So don't wait. Ask your pharmacist or doctor about Pfizer's RSV vaccine of Brisvo, because every breath matters. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfer subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. The Markley Bank Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Marshley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Uh, David, Van Jones got all up in his feelings again? Uh, yeah, well, he's a very emotional guy, Van Jones. Uh, RFK Jr. Uh, apparently has uh, qualified or met the criteria to appear on the ballot in Arizona this fall. And Demi- Democrats are freaking out because the number of votes he could take from Biden. I mean, 
He's not polling well in most states, but 10%, and most of those are Democrats, in states where Biden narrowly got more votes than than, uh, Trump did. Oh, buddy, that's a disaster for the Democrats. I understand that, but we live in a free country. Well, those are the rules. Well, yeah. That's what you want, right? Yeah. I mean, you would think. Vindication for a lot of people. Yeah, you would think it would be vindication for a lot of people. Weeping again? No, that was an old clip. Sorry. Yeah, to quote a favorite line of the left, this is what democracy looks like. This is what Correct. democracy, you got to chant it. So, yeah, Van Jones reacted to this news on CNN. He did not cry, but he, he is heartbroken. Oh. This is a big deal. This is a very big deal. And um, uh, the, the, I think, for me, my heart breaks. I, <gasps> I know uh, RFK Jr. In fact, he uh, endorsed uh, and wrote the foreword for my first book. Yep. <laughs> very close to his uh, uh, sister, uh, Carrie. Uh, he was an environmental champion hero of mine for a very long time. But if you don't have a pathway to win the White House, and I don't think that he's going to be on enough ballots to win the White House, then you shouldn't be doing this. Oh, stern. Who are you to tell him not that he can't do it? Shut up. A strong leader, a man that hears others' words, and he could be shaken to the core. He could be physically shaking, Scott. And I I, literally, I was was shaking listening to him talk because a lot of people don't know. (laughs) That was Vivek Ramaswamy. You heard him, and he was... Shake. Have you ever known a grown man to watch someone on cable news and shake? No. Because of fear? They did. They wouldn't admit it. I can't imagine... Why so many men in the black community have no respect for that guy? Can't imagine it. Well, the the funny thing is that these are all this all the same people who are mad at RFK Jr. are the ones who are begging Liz Cheney to run. Yes, thinking that yes. somehow that'll peel a bunch of votes away from Trump. Like, yeah, okay. right. Man, Jones. You know, and he really did get owned again just within the last few weeks by Ann Coulter when they were both on Bill Maher. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And she was talking about, well, the shooter's not white, talking about Kansas City, because they haven't released anything, and that's a big tell. And he so smugly is shaking his head, like condescendingly laughing at her. And she turned out to be right. What a joke that guy is, man. You want to hear it, don't you? In this country, you you, you don't have to worry if the president doesn't want you here. If you're an immigrant, you don't have to worry if the president's going to be happier to have babies snatched away or send send dreamers back for no reason. This is vindication for a lot of people who have really suffered. Somebody get him a bottle, a passy, something. You know, that wasn't just George Floyd. Floyd, that was a lot of people that felt that they couldn't breathe <laughs> every day. Not, I forgot about that part. Oh, oh, yeah. jo- America was like George Floyd. <laughs> wow. That one doesn't age very well, does well, it? He is right about America being a little like George Floyd. I mean, what with the fentanyl and whatnot. That is true. Caused a lot of deaths. Okay. Hey, you know what crazy fact? Totally off any topic. Just happy to see this. Friends in Low Places, yeah. the Garth Brooks classic, like yeah. the signature. That was supposed to be George Strait's song, but George Strait didn't want it. <laughs> wow. Oh, I'm glad he passed on it. Wow. That's wild. This is the Markley Van Camp Show. Are you ready? 
Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Still talking about border, illegal immigration, and how it's hit some big American cities. And you got a story out of Boston, David? Well, there's a nice section of Boston. I mean, rent, you're talking about maybe $5,000 a month starting price. Mm. Very expensive. Nice, wanky place. Mm. Well, they're getting some illegal immigrants now, and people who live there are not too happy about it. An office building in Seaport is going to be used to house illegal immigrants, around 100 of them, at some point in the near future. Now, there was a community meeting this week, and people who live by, or live nearby, rather, were like, hey, nobody asked us about this. This was uh, covered on WBZ-TV in Boston. Okay. How is it a done deal? How are you going to ensure we're safe? So we get no say as residents of the town, residents of the city, neighbors. I think there's a lot of angry residents here who feel the same way I do, that this was being forced on us. Yep. Yeah, I'll bet you voted for it, too. You didn't know it at the time, but you did. Elitist, blue blood liberal. <laughs> Wine-swilling jackass. Where are you going with all the stereotypes you all know one exactly time? who they are. They're the ones that sit around and do, you know, they do some sort of game nights in their local, you know, shelter or whatever to raise money for the for the people, and then they go home. I mean, they do this crap all the time. You know, Joe Biden won Massachusetts with sixty five percent of the vote. That's right. So, well, what do you want? Sorry, me to feel sorry for you? I don't. I well, don't. And people are change also the way you vote. Reminding others, Biden ran on that. In 2020, yeah, yeah, he was he was asked the question at the time. Where do you stand now? Should undocumented immigrants arrested by local police be turned over to immigration officials? No, 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 oh. no. He can't do that. No. It's inhumane. Can't do that. Yeah, but we didn't no. think it was ever really going to affect us. That's you're absolutely 100 percent right about that. That is absolutely right. That's true. Well, and it was that whole back and forth with. Uh, Jackie Heinrich from Fox and Corrine Jean-Pierre, you know, talking about this entire issue and Pierre saying, you know, I wish people knew, you know, actually realized how important this issue is to the president. And I'm like, well, now it is because he knows that it's a liability for him politically, but it hasn't always been that way. I remember the time he was asked about it. Um, hey, are you going to go to the border? And he said, no, there's more important things to do. That's right. That was in 2022, late 2022, if I remember right. Is there more important thing going on? They're going to invest billions of dollars in a new enterprise. That's millions of dollars, new enterprise. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, hey, we're doing this. And, and fentanyl, and I can't remember what he said. I don't know if anybody ever translated it. Salem asylum officers. <laughs> And over 100 cutting-edge inspe- inspection machines to help detect and stop fentanyl coming out of our southwest border. Says, you know. Fentanyl and sauce. Both. Going to stop it. Jeez. So now we're to believe, yes, this is a very important thing. Yeah, okay. 
whatever you say. Um, by the way, no cognitive tests needed for this president. He had his physical. Doctor, tip-top shape. 81-year-old yeah. man, great. Oh, yeah. Well, Gates a little stiff. He's got some spine issues, but that's mm-hmm. normal for a man that's been yeah. as active as Joe. Right. Yeah, got a little get, sleep apnea. Yeah, he got, yes. his, got his checkup. No cognitive test, apparently, because according to White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre, he obviously doesn't need one. Why would you even ask? Oh my gosh, this was unreal. I think uh, I think folks need to understand that the president passes again a cognitive test every day. If you look at what a clinical cognitive test is actually, what it actually does, it is a 15-minute appointment that is that is administered by someone that m- most of the time people don't actually know. And and I got uh, hairy and legs. the president has a team of doctors that is with him 24/7, and he is able to do the work uh, every day. Uh, no, that wow. is rigorous. That? that is more rigorous than it would yes. be for any 15-minute clinical uh, clinical appointment. Come and on, man. you think about the job growth. Right. Well, oh God. Yeah, but she says, yeah. They well, the person administering the test doesn't know. Him. That's kind of the point of seeing a specialist, isn't it? Well, yeah, that I think so. They they have a fresh set of eyes. They they know what the the other stats are. They know what the other medical records say. But they want to go in fresh to try to gauge in a non biased, hopefully way, uh, as to whether or not this guy's got a screw or seven loose. <laughs> Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I think she was. She was yeah, here. that's when he was looking for a person that had She's been dead. Yes, right. Again, man. Listen, when you had the special counsel just recently say we can't put the guy on trial for these <laughs> classified documents, he's an elderly man. He's well-meaning, but golly, he can't stand trial. Not mentally fit. But no need for a cognitive test to be the president. And seriously, man, I mean, legacy media just runs with that. They don't question any part of it. That It's wild. But, I mean, that's the whole game we're in right now. <laughs> Dude, they're going to have to put him out there more and more. It, you almost feel yeah. like when they put him on Seth Meyers the other night, that was like a test. Well, that's yeah. not like even putting him on, you know, Kimmel. Or Fallon or something like that. We'll put him on with that loser that's on later that nobody watches and see how that goes. And even Variety Magazine, we talked about this earlier, said he's not going to make it. Okay, that was a disaster, that appearance. And you have people that are just carrying the water for the Democrats saying, oh, no, he showed his sense of humor. It was fantastic. Um, I don't think so. And, of course, the border is a massive issue. You tell me, uh, I'm going to play a couple of clips here of a couple of songs, because sometimes people will say, you know what, this new song that's out, it's a ripoff of something that's older, okay? The Beyonce Country song. Oh, gosh. The Texas Hold'em song? Okay. That I think the people on the left tried to stir up some sort of controversy over. That there's not much. A lot of people don't care for it. They really don't care for the video. And people that love Beyonce love it. Okay. But it's like, okay, the new controversy is people are saying that the theme song from the kids' show Franklin was ripped off. The turtle show. The one with the turtle, right? Franklin the turtle. Yes. Yeah. Um, Beyonce's song sounds just like it. Okay. (laughs) I haven't seen Franklin in years because, well, my kids are older now. Yeah. Me either. 
watched it. Oh, man, was that painful watching that. I mean, there were some kids' shows that I could enjoy. Franklin wasn't one of my favorites, but... Okay. This ain't Texas. Okay, that's the Beyonce. Hey, it's Franklin. David, what do you detect there? Anything? I mean, with that sort of Americana groove, it, it you know, I think... I, similar but a lot of songs in that realm sound very similar i i don't know if it's a direct ripoff yeah bruce coburn who wrote the franklin theme said ah it's it's you know rhythmically yeah similar bruce coburn wrote that yes i didn't know that no the same bruce coburn but it was bruce coburn that wrote that yes wow yeah it couldn't be the same one i would guess that it's not if I had a rocket launcher guy? Yeah. But maybe. That maybe. David's on the case. He's um, looking it up right now. Yep. Coburn. How do you spell that, Coburn? Do you know? Just the way the other one is. Okay. You're not going to. I'm not going to know. <laughs> I just, I just the wanted to CK make sure. is going to be silent. <laughs> yeah. All right? You're not going to say it. Well, if it's him, he made more money on that than he probably did his other songs that he did. That would be my guess. Although he was big in Canada, so who knows? Really? I did not know that. Big in Canada? He's a Canadian. I did not a huge fan. Yeah. I mean, I was aware of the song, and the song was fine. But It does kind of sound like it, though. There is a similarity to it. Yeah. Yes. I, but, I was thinking to myself, it's it's just kind of stock. Yeah. I mean, Scott, you you said it uh, yeah. best the other day, where it, it kind of sounds like a, a generic, you know, license-free country song that you might put behind a commercial. Yes. Right. Or something to like that. To me, it would it would be like it's a featured track on GarageBand on your Apple computer that right. if you want to play something over the top of it, there it is for you. That's what it sounds like. The song's huge. Beyonce's song is huge. You know, a great friend of mine that's sort of fancies himself a music expert said it was going nowhere. I did. I can't remember. Oh, that's right. No, that, that was, was you. <laughs> no. I, I I was wrong, hundred percent wrong. And yeah. for the record, uh that is the same guy who wrote it. There you go. And Holy you're telling me his smokes. name is pronounced Coburn. Correct. Yes. Okay. The CK silent. I genuinely like did not that know that. Antibiotics would cure. When and you just now look at I, the spelling. And now, now I know why my stint at uh, Oldies Radio was very, very short. Okay. Yeah. Because you actually said the name. I said Cockburn. Yes. Of course you did. Oh gosh. Here we go. Yep, it's uh, leap day. Changing the topic. Just in case. No, we're getting to a lot. We've got our election update you don't want to miss. Straight ahead right here. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try soon. Harry's is available online and in-store at a retailer near you. Get a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com dance. That's harrys.com dance. Or check us out at your local Costco for a price you can't find anywhere else. Just look for the Chrome Razor with 13-blade refills at your local Costco. You can't miss it. 
exclusive to Costco members. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfer subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Time for our update. It's the Markley Van Camp and Robbins 2024. 2024. Are you running? Are you not running? No BS update. Everything you need to know without all the crap. I'm allowed to do an Yeah. Keep Trump off the ballot. Yeah. Got to do that. Or it's a threat to democracy. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, it's yeah. a, and it's a threat to democracy if RFK <laughs> Jr. runs. It's a threat yes. to democracy if you don't vote for Joe Biden. Correct. That's, that's the message. And you know exactly why. New polling out from Morning Consult, Bloomberg. Uh, Pennsylvania. Trump is up nine, according to this poll. Oh, Again, man. You always got to take things with a grain of salt. Because remember, right after Ron DeSantis dropped out, it was like the week after, there was one poll that came out that showed suddenly Trump was down seven. Yeah. But this says up nine. I think it's much closer than that, probably. But, you know, again, you'll you'll take that uh, if you're in the Trump campaign. Uh, Biden's at 36 percent. Trump at uh, 45. RFK Jr. at 8 percent. Wisconsin, Trump up six. RFK Jr. at 10%. Very consistent for uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., by the way. He's always right around 8 to 10% in these state polls. And you suppose that's enough people that either don't care for Trump or certainly can't stand yeah. Biden's policies and are saying, I'm done with all of it, and I just want to vote for this guy because right. I don't like the other two. That's uh, a protest vote. Yeah. 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 Nevada, Trump plus 7 Michigan, wow. going, Don? Yeah, Michigan, Trump plus one. North Carolina, Trump plus 10. Arizona, Trump plus nine. Georgia, Trump plus seven. That's according to Morning Consult and Bloomberg, their latest uh, swing state polls or battleground state polls. Wow. We love David. Well, I, I didn't make up the poll. It was, I didn't do the poll. I'm just reporting what the polling is and you know you always got to take it with a grain of salt and certainly if you live in one of those states and listening that doesn't mean you get complacent but it certainly is good news i wonder how much of i i I always i always think this when you see something like this i'd love to see where this shift happened in some people's minds where you know when it goes from essentially tied in all of these swing states where it's going to come down to a few thousand votes. And I still think that's probably going to happen. It'll, it'll come down to a few thousand votes in many of these states, if not all of them. 
Um, I just wonder, though, when you see the plus nine thing, what is it that you're seeing? Is it because people see through the crap that's being thrown at Trump every day? I think that's part of it. Is it also because Joe Biden's just this disastrous as a president? Yes. I mean, you're looking at the policies. I mean, okay, just thinking, you know, just stream of consciousness here. I go back to this, and Scott, you talked a lot about it at the time in 2020. There were so many people that just wanted some form of sanity. And I think they wanted it from media, thinking, okay, enough with all of the stuff with Trump. You know, he'll say these things, and then they, they can, you know, make it into some crazy controversy more than it is, but it's just chaos all the time, and you just want a break from it. Well, of course it doesn't happen because then the Biden policies kick in, and then you see how disastrous it is with the open borders and everything that's come with it and the economy and, oh, my gosh, the inflation because we're you know just throwing money out on the street that we didn't need to do. The economy was recovering at the time, all those different things. And so now... When people talk about this threat to democracy and what Trump is going to do, I think the common person looks at it like, wait a second, I remember the Trump years, and yeah, he probably said some things that I didn't agree with and thought, man, our president shouldn't be saying such things. But as far as my life, it was better in a number of different ways. And I didn't, there were certain things I didn't have to worry about that I have to worry about now. You know, and so I don't believe what media is telling me anymore about this threat to democracy crap. And when he said them, Trump, we understood them. There's part of that, too. We don't understand. I mean, I think a lot of Biden's problem is he's just befuddled. He's, <laughs> he's a shuffling gaff machine yes. on the world stage. And, I mean, you can hate Trump or you can dislike Biden, whatever the case, but how can you vote for this guy? I mean, again, you may hate him. I get it. You hate Donald Trump. I hate him, hate him, hate him. But how do you cast a vote for that guy? How do you do that? Because you believe in the policies. What and it policies doesn't matter. are working? Which ones? It depends if you're crazy on the left. They are, they're they working exactly the way you want because Golly. you want to dismantle the United States. Well, But that's why I think if, the independent vote is so important. Yeah, it is. And I think JF, or RFK Jr. gives them a, a viable option. Oh, to say I'm going to vote for that guy. Yeah, I, I, that guy. I'm sure. going to. I want to vote because I don't want to be a bad American and not vote, right? But I can't, in good conscience, vote for Joe Biden. I can't do it, and I hate Trump. I'm not going to vote for him. Or they really think there's someone that you know is not beholden to anybody. But I don't he, think Trump he can't is, but win. No, I I don't disagree. Sometimes when you ask questions, I think I should just listen, not even try to give you a different <laughs> viewpoint because you just want to rage. I do. You know, I like it. <laughs> How can you? Well, I don't, but I, 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 I think that's how. God almighty. It, listen, would you vote for Biden again with all those policies if Trump sounded like Biden? No, you'd vote for the policies in the end. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin show. To vote for policies, you have to have policies. I, I, I don't even know what, again, <laughs> outside of mass destruction and dismantling, I don't know what they are. If you had somebody that was half coherent but said... We're going to get rid of DEI. We're going to close the border. We're going to get back to sanity in this country. And all these different fronts where we've lost ground, would you vote for him? Yeah. That's your answer, I think. Okay. 
Biggest story today, David? Uh, dueling appearances at the southern border from Donald Trump and President Biden. Uh, again, I mean, one of them is going to be pointing out how much of a disaster it's been that everybody in America has experienced. One guy's going to tell you to not believe your experience and what you've seen. It, I mean, it is, man. It is gaslighting at a, a monstrous level straight ahead. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. So we have the dueling border visits today with Biden and Trump. I thought this was interesting. Lawrence Jones from Fox was down in Brownsville. And <laughs> the question was about, you know, local officials in Brownsville, even though Biden's a year late getting there when it was a real problem. Um will welcome him with open arms, you know, and, oh, it's so great to have the president here, that sort of thing. And Lawrence Jones is pointing out, well, there's local politics here, too. Uh, but he brings up the interesting question. Roll it. Politics are even local here as well. So when you have the, the embracing of the president, that's what they do. That's what the dignitaries do. But the reality of it is the president of the United States wasn't here a year ago when the surge was happening. And he didn't do anything to fix it as well. It was Texas DPS as well as um, the National Guard under Greg Abbott that fixed it. So the question is, when is the president going to meet with Greg Abbott? Is he going to reimburse my state of Texas for the billions of dollars? Yeah. that we have dedicated to border security. Mm -hmm. And I, I think we know the, the answers to that. It's yeah. no. Yeah. Not going to happen. Mm -hmm. That's not why he's there. It's not that he cares so much. It's that it's a political liability right now. And they're trying to spin it. And media is helping. He's not in Eagle Pass. He's not in Arizona. He's not in San Diego, where illegals are getting dropped off by the hundreds every single day. And then flown to all parts of the United States on our dime. And I haven't seen any of the legacy media outlets covering the part of San Diego. Have you guys? Uh, I'm trying to remember. No. I mean, for the most part, it's been on the national level, conservative media, and then local media has been covering it. Yeah, Bill Malugin from Fox. He said all these different places. But, you know, not so much there. Um, I thought this was interesting. Man. Because part of this reporting was from News Nation. And, you know, you've had parts of these reports before, David, you know, from media saying, hey, as far as what happened to the college student in Georgia, okay, that Lake and Riley, listen, that was tragic, but don't try to make it out to be all these people, you know, these migrants are committing crimes all over the place. They're like, wait a second, this happens all the time. Does it get this sort of spotlight? No. Um, but it's happened several times in the past, and it's even happened again recently. So you're going in this story, and Town Hall had it, talking about all the known gotaways, that we just don't know who these people are. We don't know where they come from, what their intentions are. Alec Bradley of News Nation had details about the illegal gang member charged in a senseless killing. And that's Nilsen Noel Trejo Granados, who's here illegally from El Salvador and is a member of MS-13. Mm. Okay, he came in when he was a minor, and then, you know, you're waiting around for court dates, and then he's committing some crimes, 
And then in 2022, records show he was a no-show and was ordered to be removed. And then arrested twice after that in Montgomery County in Maryland. But still not removed. And why not removed? Because of sanctuary policies in sanctuary cities. And you read this, you're like, okay. So because of these policies, they're not going to deport this person? And now arrested in connection with the murder of a two-year-old child. God. Child shot. You're not seeing that anywhere in legacy media. And as they talk about, and you would have to imagine, more of these stories are going to happen because a lot of times we don't know who these people are. And it's a lot of young men in a lot of desperate situations. And it doesn't matter what color you are or who you're or where you're from to expect violent crime to happen. It's just being smart. Because you know it's happened in the past. It is infuriating for a lot of people. Well, and I mean, for the people who always talked about, you know, how, uh, you know, there's this boogeyman of racism and whatnot that that it just consumes American culture. I find it very interesting that a lot of those same outlets that push the whole white supremacy narrative Mm -hmm. only pick up on an illegal immigrant killing somebody when it was a young white lady. It's something. You've I'm, seen it a number of times. Look, I, again, I'm, I'm not saying it shouldn't be covered. Of course it should be. This It's a big story. But this has been happening to, quote-unquote, communities of color. If it's not murder, if it's not mayhem, it's theft. It's been happening all over the place. You've heard black Chicago residents railing about just having tent cities pop up in their neighborhood, realizing that they're also losing city resources. Yes. National media doesn't care. No, it doesn't seem. It's happening in New York. It's all over the place. All right. Other things. Speaking of Illinois. Yes, the Democratic judge removed Trump from the ballot. What does that mean in the end? Well, probably not a lot other than we have some really sick Democrats in this country um, who are willing to destroy democracy in order to try to preserve their version of democracy or something. But yeah, this this Cook County uh, judge, uh, Tracy Porter, uh, agreed that Trump incited an insurrection and therefore is no longer eligible to be president of the United States. Now, the order was stayed, which means uh, he's not really kicked off the ballot yet, and the whole thing is moot if the Supreme Court decides to overrule the state of Colorado's decision to kick him off the ballot. And the Supreme Court is expected to uh, hand down a decision fairly soon. They said they'd do it before Super Tuesday. That's coming up next Tuesday. So, By the way, I rarely hear this get brought up, and maybe you hear it and I just don't. This whole thing where this judge says, yeah, insurrection, that's why he's got to be off the ballot. Of course, Trump was never charged with insurrection. Why was he never charged with insurrection? He could make a case, I suppose. Exactly. You know, I We mean, all know that. You know, That's the only reason. They would have loved to have been able to. But they could also have discovery. They did not want to go down that road because they want to still go with the narrative. It was an insurrection. Yeah. Police officers were killed and the, the, it was an insurrection. Yes. 
and demo- we almost lost democracy that day. Yes. Of course, they're not going to come off that talking point. They're too far into it. They can't come off of it now. And media just goes along with it. Well, yeah. Yes. Saw this out of the Wall Street Journal. I think this is relatable to a lot of people. Um, so he wrote the story saying, my parents have a lot of stuff in their house. I don't want most of it. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of us have belongings that maybe meant a lot to your grandparents or maybe your parents, depending on how old you are. And then you're trying to decide what to keep or what to throw away. And then it's this tough thing to decide. I really don't want it, but I feel bad throwing it away. Yeah, I've just gone through that. Yes. Your mom just passing. Yes. Um, There was my mom collected bird statues and bird things. Mm hmm. And she also collected Chihuahua dog like statues and stuffed animals and all that stuff. Yeah, there was hundreds of them. And so I'm asking everybody, "Hey, do you want one? Do you want one? Hey, whoever wanted one could take one. There's like a hundred left." And there was a ton of furniture I didn't want. Right. Um, pictures all over the place. So what did you end up doing? Kept what I thought was I wanted to keep, and the rest of it, could, whatever. Yeah. You know, I mean, clothing, my God. I mean, you know, a big closet full of clothes. I mean, I, but in terms of. You just donated at that point? Well, yeah, it's all been donated. Yeah, everything. But it's like, I don't have any room for a couch. I don't, another chair. You know, I don't have, I don't have room for this stuff. And if somebody else can use it, that's fine. But it's, it's heirlooms sometimes have meant a lot to them that don't mean as much to you. Right. You know, and and I I agonized over so much stuff because there was a bench, an older bench that I thought, well, this, uh, you know, I know exactly where it was in the house I grew up in. My dad did the reupholstery on it. You know, all these things. I got no place for it. Yeah, when it was built by a grandpa or something like that, that stuff. Yeah, I I did keep a hall tree that was made out of an old Christmas tree by my great-grandfather. Okay. But that's about it. Have you had any experience with this, David? I mean... When my stepdad's father passed away, this was a long, I was in middle school, I think. No, I was ninth grade, I guess. Um, we went through his house, and I mean, he had been a a pack rat for many, many years. And, and uh, his dad was also a, a minister and had been very involved with one of the big uh, Presbyterian seminaries in Texas. And um, so had just a ton of paperwork still everywhere. And I remember just thinking, man, I mean, geez, you know, when, sorry, Jim, when you die, I'm just lighting a match and walking away (laughs) with all this. The problem is they couldn't do that because he also had like bonds and other documents that were meant to be left to the, the seminary. So like thousands of dollars worth of donations. So they couldn't just, you know, toss everything. They had to go through I mean, several desks and filing cabinets, paper by paper, to make sure they weren't missing something. Wow. Yeah. Well, my aunt, when my aunt died, we found like envelopes stuffed with cash. Yeah, you've told that before. It, it, man. it was crazy because she never had any money, according to her. Right. But and you I, always I, called I'm, it squirreling it away. Right. I'm yeah. opening up these envelopes, and there's like two hundred dollars worth of cash, a thousand, and another one. It's like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Well, in this lady's story, she's talking about, like, precious moments figurines. Yeah, see? Which I think some creepy. ladies might like. Yeah. Yes, I know some people that love them. I, it's not yeah. for me. Uh, special edition Barbies. Now, that might be worth money. 
Depends on who, what it is, yeah. Welch's glass jelly jars, some old McDonald's toys. Yeah. Things like that. Yeah, that's tough. Wait, my I mean, daughter's got to clean my place out. <laughs> well, yeah, because that's the thing. You may have stuff that's really worth money. You've, we've gone over a few things because you have storage. Yeah. Where you got stuff. a bunch of stuff like Sammy Sosa cardboard cutouts and yeah, things like well, that that aren't worth a nickel. Yeah. But bad. but other things that are actually worth money, and then you got to try to figure out, okay, how am I going to sell this stuff? I mean, for her, it'll be keep it, Scott, of course. Yeah. No, it well, won't. Yeah, I just well, told her not to things. garage sale it. <laughs> don't put 50 cents on there. You know? <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of donations happen, that is for sure. All right. Got to get to another uh, news update and some crazy stats on Leap Day straight ahead. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try soon. Harry's is available online and in-store at a retailer near you. Get a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com refresh. That's harrys.com refresh. Or check us out at your local Costco for a price you can't find anywhere else. Just look for the Chrome Razor with 13-blade refills at your local Costco. You can't miss it. Exclusive to Costco members. I have diabetes. I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. I have asthma. I'm at risk, too. If you're 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, COPD, or heart disease, or are 65 or older, you are at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine, a Pfizer vaccine that can help protect you against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Even if you've already been vaccinated with other pneumonia vaccines, Prevnar 20 may help provide added protection. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Times of uncertainty. What are you going to do with your investments? It's, that's a question mark. You get nervous when you see possible wars. Yeah. What happened in Gaza today? Yeah. All that stuff. You're, you're always worried, uh, not just about what it may mean for the future of our country, but of course, I mean, all politics are selfish, right? How's this going to affect your savings and investments. Yeah, I got good news for you, though. It's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k into gold, and Birch Gold Group can help. As opposed to a lot of other investments, gold thrives in times of uncertainty, and it's an important part of diversifying your savings. They'll help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and it will not cost you a penny out of pocket to do so. All you got to do is text MVCR to 989898. Free information kit is on its way. 
They've got an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of happy customers. So, yeah, go ahead. Let the pros at Birch Gold Group help you out with this. Text MVCR to 989898 to get started. That's MVCR to 989898. Okay. So the Supreme Court is going to hear Trump's case, David. Yeah, about the immunity uh, deal. He says that he has immunity that shields him from prosecution for all things related to the period between the election and the day he left office. Yes. Um, And uh, he says, well, I was acting as an officer, or I was acting as the president of the United States to make sure that our elections were free and fair. So I should have immunity because that's not criminal. There's a lot of things that presidents have to do that may be unseemly, but you're doing it uh, in the interest of the nation or at least in your capacity as commander-in-chief. So that was covered today. Good morning, America, on ABC. John Carl was saying, they're just trying to stall the clock out here and then push this thing whole, whole thing back till after the election. And you got to admit, this is a huge win for the Trump team just to be able to have this case heard. So as they're wrapping up the story, uh, you could tell Robin Roberts, she's concerned about this, and she just needed to ask little George Stephanopoulos a question here. George, you've been covering politics for decades. You cannot underscore how unprecedented all of this is. Well, no, and the last time we saw something like this where it had such a major impact in the presidential election was Bush v. Gore mm-hmm. in 2000. Of course, they stopped the counting of the votes in Florida, which ended up helping George W. Bush. That's true. All right, George. <laughs> I knew you'd love that, David. Woo! That's true. George W. Bush won the election. <laughs> Period. It doesn't sound like it. Not from that. This is unprecedented. I mean, you know what's unprecedented? Well, Going after your political opponent with the Department of Justice. Yeah. Well, and I mean, what we've seen with the, what is it, 91 counts on Trump? And you're seeing these, like, just nonsensical motions? You're like, this is unprecedented. Why well, are they so scared of this dude? Well, the, the other thing that's really interesting is uh they're they're whining a lot of people are whining about it going to the supreme court like oh they're going to try to bail him out or whatever never forget the special counsel jack smith the guy who's going after trump uh, a few months ago actually asked the supreme court to weigh in on this question he wanted them to do it and the supreme court said no we need to go through the regular process we're not going Mm -hmm. to take this on first we want to see how uh the appellate uh courts rule on this so that we can have a better informed opinion and be better uh, 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 prepared for oral arguments in front of the Supreme Court. Yeah. You wanted to rush it through. Yep. They said no. Now they're like, "Mm, Supreme Court? Mm, Too conservative. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's sleep day. The odds of having a birthday on February 29th. You know what it is? Anybody heard this? No. Mm -hmm. One in 1,461. About 4 million people worldwide have a leap day birthday. We're like 70 people on a cruise right now. Yeah. All celebrating together. (laughs) Which I thought was actually kind of cool. I'm not sure who actually you're hanging with, but it seems like a cool thing. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. 
If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfer subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, breaking news, David Van Camp. Well, no, I, I just thought this was funny. So, of course, Biden is taking a trip to the border. According to DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, he's not planning on announcing any new executive order. He's just going to try to pat himself on the back for a job well done. I Again, not really sure what the purpose is other than I'm just going to go down to say, oh, I've been to the border. Um, oh, it's not just that. It's to get out the talking point. We tried the infrastructure on the border, (laughs) and the Republicans wanted no part of it. Yeah. Their fault. Yeah, right. They're they're scrambling now, and uh, San Antonio television station, KABB, I think described it perfectly. Oh, cool. As for the question of why now, political experts have suggested to me that's because the president has kind of had his oh shoot moment meaning that biden and his campaign staff have realized that the immigration issue is important to the american people and it isn't going away wow i mean a local reporter got it right you gotta give him props for that that's exactly what it is oh this does mean something to people oh boy this is really a problem now Uh uh-oh and, I mean, we've stated it many times, probably worth stating today, that Greg Abbott has a lot to do with why it's important to people right oh, now. Oh, sure he does. And people were calling it a political stunt mm-hmm. at the time. You know, by busing all these people, you know, across the United States, especially to D.C. and New York, all of a sudden the spotlight was on the situation and especially the way the mayor of New York handled it. Not well. And all of a sudden, he's saying, hey, we got to be able to deport people. What? Right. There's no way a Democrat could say that a few years ago. Well, you would have thought some of these Democrat mayors who are now dealing with it would be sending him a thank you note. Thank you for enriching our community with the yes. diversity we so sorely lacked. Yes. Thank you, Greg Abbott. Said yeah. more. Well, I think this was probably a tell, too. Because Jackie Heinrich from Fox was asking Corrine Jean-Pierre yesterday about the border. And Corrine kept going with her nonsense. And Jackie was trying to say, yeah, but this is now three years, basically. People, though, who think that this is just a stunt. Stunt. Finally hearing about the border after it's been a problem for the last three I mean, years. Here's the thing. Here's what I would say. On the first day of this president administration, he put out a comprehensive immigration policy to deal with this issue. He did that on the first day. That was his first piece of legislation. Did it work? And what are you talking about? Be specific. I would hope the American people would see how serious this president was or is about about fixing this issue. 
if he's been on it for three years and he's serious about fixing it, the best you could say is the guy is an utter failure. Yes. What else can you well, come up with? Any other way to slice it? I don't think so. No, not only not. that, spent four months, four months, having a bipartisan conversation, <laughs> doing negotiations to come up Here we go. with a with a with a bill with a proposal that was again approved by the Border Patrol Union, right? That was that's supported by U.S. Chamber of Commerce. We don't see that. And that's because of the president's direction of what he was able to do because he got involved and worked with Republicans and Democrats in the Senate. And they're going to try to sell this BS. Yeah. People that don't pay much attention, I suppose, could be duped. And then when we got this bill done, by the way, it included a lot of things Mm. that House Republicans wanted. The slide. When we got that done, it was rejected because of politics. I mean, that's where we are. That is where we are. So the mm-hmm. president's going to make that very clear. And I think that's the reason, too, for the business. Keep looking for people to endorse it, don't you? You keep searching for those groups. The American Canasta Association <laughs> has, has endorsed our immigration. What the hell? Yeah, the, the Border <laughs> Patrol Union was basically like, yeah, something is better than nothing. Yes, of course. Yeah, we know that. And the Chamber of Commerce thing? I didn't even heard about well, that the, one before. Well, the Chamber of Commerce probably loved it because they want something that can institutionalize like legal workers uh, who come across the border illegally because they represent major business interests. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. You know, you go back. We could spend a lot of time on this. I know we got other stuff to get to. But through, you know, time, when this has been an issue for so long, and the likes of Hakeem Jeffries is asked about it. I mean, this is so long in the past when we saw record numbers over the last six to eight months. So this is way before that saying this president's done everything. Well, here. I actually, well, based on my visit to the border, what I have seen uh, is that some of the steps that President Biden and the administration have taken over the last few months have certainly reduced the flow of illegal border crossings. No, it didn't. It didn't. This has all been by design. Yes. You got it right, Scott. Lying bunch of. Okay. Horrible people. You have a clip of Anthony Blinken, Secretary of State. David, what's this about? Well, he sat down with Univision and the reporter seriously asked about root causes. No. This is the reporter is Enrique Acevedo. Oh, my gosh. This ought to be good. Where's the clip? I do have the clip somewhere. Here we go. After spending months negotiating a tough bipartisan bill in in Congress that (laughs) increased uh, border security uh, funds to a record level, but neglected to include any meaningful resources Mm. to fight the root causes of migration, Mm. do you think that's the right strategy, focusing Mm. so much resources on the border and not as as much on, on the root causes? Look, I think we have to have a comprehensive approach. It's important to step back uh, and put this in perspective. we are living around the world, not only in our own hemisphere, but around the world with okay. um, something that's truly historic, which is more uh, migration uh, than we've ever. OK, I'm sorry, man. Can we stop with the freaking BS words? A comprehensive No, You just need to stop people from coming in. Mm-hmm. Send the military there if you have to stop it. You can do it. We, we, we a multi-structured plan. Duh, duh, duh. Shut up. This guy's useless. Uh, Than we've ever recorded in history. So one of the biggest drivers we know is a lack of basic economic opportunity in so many countries. So Uh. we have to try to build that up. At the same time, 
we want to make sure that we're expanding uh, legal okay, pathways. Just, uh, okay. There you go. This the same nonsense over and over and over. And then you have the gaslighting of Corinne Jean-Pierre saying, listen, the president doesn't need a cognitive test. The doctor said he was fine yesterday. Yeah. Okay. We don't need any cognitive test because he passes it every single day. Okay. What? Okay. That's what she said. I know that's what she said. Every single day he passes the cognitive test. Do you want to hear that again? We make him fill in, shade in all the colors. <laughs> yeah, okay. No, go ahead. Whatever. I, I've got so many different clips I open. Know. I don't know what where I went with it. Where is it? Here it is. Gosh, play it. As it relates to that look, um, you know, the president doesn't need a cognitive test. That is not my assessment. That is not my assessment. That is the assessment of the president's doctor. Uh, that is also the assessment of the neurologist, uh, who has also made that assessment as well. And, you know, and you I got hairy this, legs. reiterate this, the president's <laughs> doctor has said, if you look at what this president, the president, who is also the commander in chief, he passes My, a cognitive uh, test. The guy who runs that every day over there. As he moves from one topic to another topic, Try, understanding the granular level of these topics. You saw him talk yeah. about uh, fighting crime Throw today. Tomorrow he's going to go to the border. Next week he's going to give a State of the uh -huh. Union address. And so we have to keep that in mind. Uh, this is a very rigorous job. Uh, and uh, the president has been able to do to this job. We bring social workers into homes and parents <laughs> to help them deal with how to raise their children. It's not that they don't want to help. They don't want. They don't know quite what to do. Yeah, they don't. Fine. Oh. Doesn't know. Make sure you have the record player on at night. The, the, the phone. Make sure the kids hear words. That was more than four years ago. That and again, that's terrible. Yes. No one. <laughs> not done. The history books will note it. Make, but it's coherent. Make make sure the kids hear words. It's just right. really words. So yes. funny to me. I mean, again, it, it's awful. <laughs> but but compared to today, I know. I mean, good Lord, man. Yeah, it keeps getting worse. The root cause is dementia. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get right to the root causes. <laughs> Thank you for the laugh. He gets so frustrating hearing all this nonsense all the time. It does. Oh, my goodness. Uh-oh, this could be controversial. This was in the New York Post. And economics and human biology. Who's more likely to let themselves go and gain weight after getting married? Is it the dudes or the ladies? Mm. No. Do you know? I know both, both sides. Um, really? God, I hate saying it. I do. Why do you hate saying it? Because it's... I'm going to say, ladies, I'm going to get beat up here. Because no, it's I'd... probably the dudes. It's the dudes, man. It has it is, to be. It is the dudes. It has to be? Yeah. Yeah. About 5% more likely to become what? overweight within the first five years of marriage compared if they'd stayed single. And almost 3% more likely to become obese. Hmm. Yep. Caught her. Now I can kick back. Exactly. That yeah. and also, I mean, it, maybe, you know, if a guy gains a lot of weight, maybe some buddies will, like a passing comment, say, hey, man, does he look bigger to you? I don't know. All I know is this, and I know it may come off the wrong way. Okay. Uh -oh. I have heard half-hour-long conversations between women about how one of their friends who's not present is porking out. Like, it's a topic of conversation 
for a lot of women. Talking about other women. Other women, yeah. Yeah. Did you see Becky? Oh, my gosh. I know. You think something's <laughs> wrong at their... You think something's wrong with Phil? You mean like she's stress eating because of like, Phil? Yeah, maybe. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. I mean, if you're playing into the stereotypes, women can be vicious that way. I mean, yeah, dudes are more likely to say right to somebody's face. Whoa. Yeah, right. Maybe a little <laughs> one, less biscuit, bro. <laughs> What's cram- going on? He's been cramming <laughs> potatoes down your throat, huh? Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> It's done. Hmm. Yeah, right. Well, that outfit looks good on you. She leaves the room. What happened? What a cow. <laughs> she must be really stressed out. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> Get her a move. Stress eating. Yeah. All right. News update straight ahead. Running a business is a 24-7 job. And it's easy to fall behind on things like closing the books. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025. One. 37,000. That's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs. Everything you need to grow all in one place. Having all your information in one place makes it easy to make better decisions. And right now, NetSuite has an unprecedented offer to make it happen. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at NetSuite.com slash MVR. That's NetSuite.com slash MVR to get your own KPI checklist. NetSuite.com slash MVR. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must be IRA for five years. Match on transfer subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, different reports coming out of Gaza where... It's looking like at this point over 100 people are dead. Yeah. At least that was the report. You say that with caution because you've heard, you know, different reports from guys in the past that turn out to not be true. Right. Something happened. And they were saying early on that Israeli troops just opened fire where people were trying to get aid. Yeah. So uh, aid uh, trucks carrying food went in. And people were told you got to be in this specific area uh, to to get it. And then there was some sort of basically a human stampede that occurred. Truck starts driving away. All hell breaks loose. People get to a place where they're not supposed to be going. And they've been told if you try to cross here, we're assuming you're an enemy combatant. And so Israeli troops did open fire, but they didn't just see a bunch of people around a food truck and start shooting people. But the initial reporting 
led people to believe that that's exactly what happened. Yeah, NBC was covering it this morning. And it was like, you know, still getting details, but it looks like they opened fire. Like, okay, I can't imagine. They just started shooting people for no reason. What happened? We don't know the whole story yet. And they'll say, and the Hamas run right. group is telling us, well, okay, how many times have you taken their word for something and it's turned out to be wrong? Of course, I guess they kind of fit together in some yeah. sort of way. So a lot of false reporting. Yeah. Um, but you're trying to figure out exactly, you know, what's happened there. And then uh, I think there was just a clip of Rashida Tlaib is, you know, remarkably talking, you know, around a group of reporters outside the Capitol. Sure. And then talking about ceasefire and all of that stuff. There were supposed to be talks of a ceasefire. And Biden earlier in the week said he was hoping by the end of this weekend. Yeah. Well, then, then today he said, oh, I was on the phone with other people and uh, we were, I was hoping for Monday. Because, yeah, everybody at the White House was like, where do you get, where do you get Monday from? And the Israeli government was like, where do you get Monday from? I don't understand this. Yeah, that was news to Netanyahu. Why is that what? <laughs> no, it was news to him. So keeping an eye on that story. Leader of the free world. Yep. Fantastic. And then you have an update on... This dude that had robbed a bunch of banks to go to football games. Yeah, remember uh, Xavier Babudar is his name. You may know him as Chief Sahalik. He's a Chief super fan, apparently somewhat of a local celebrity within the, the Chief's kingdom. Um, but he was busted robbing banks. And part of that was because his habit and his passion is rather expensive. Does yeah. not leave him with a lot of time for full-time employment. Um, so he decided to rob banks. He pleaded guilty yesterday, and his lawyer, the lawyer's name is Matthew Merriman, goes out on the courthouse steps. The guy looks like he's wearing a, a, a suit coat or a suit jacket that's about five sizes too big for him. Okay. <laughs> Talking Heads tribute band. Right. Exactly. I mean, the guy, he really does. He looks, <laughs> I know he's probably in his 50s or 40s, but he kind of looks like he's still 16. And the fact okay. that his suit doesn't really fit <laughs> kind of feeds into that illusion, at least. Okay. And gave one of the most amazing statements in defense of his client who had just pleaded guilty uh, to the media. All right, roll it. From the beginning of this case, folks, the government has been blitzing and Xavier's pocket was collapsing. But today, Xavier stepped into the pressure. <laughs> He took responsibility for his actions. If I know anything about Xavier, and if the Chief's Kingdom knows anything about Chief Zaholic, we know that he doesn't give up. Mm. We know that if he stumbled and he fell, he didn't let his knee touch the ground. Oh boy. <laughs> we still have a lot of work to do on his case, but Xavier wants everyone to know that he loves the Chief's Kingdom, he loves Kansas City. And he hopes that you'll rally to his support. Thank you and God bless. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's why he took a guilty plea. <laughs> this dude had a five-minute conversation with his lawyer and said, I'm screwed. Is this guy married? Does he have a lady? I do not know. Maybe past tense now. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Markley Van Camp and Robin show. Okay, biggest story today. I asked that because, like, really, dude. Seems like, like all your chips are just there. Yeah. You got nothing else going on. This is sad in a way. Okay. The third person stuff is fun, though. It is. Yeah. Yeah.
All right. Biggest story today, David? Uh, biggest story of the day, dueling uh, appearances at the border from pre- uh, President Biden and Donald Trump. I'm seeing video of Donald Trump uh, on the ground in the Lone Star State. Oh, I bet he's got some interesting things to say today. This should be a whole lot of fun. All right, we got to get to that. And then, oh, I saw you feverishly working on your three today. Yeah. Scott. Scott Robbins, top three, the trifecta. Straight ahead right here. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer. The millennial David Van Camp, the sexy boomer, Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp. Well, I just just noticed this here. Um, so ahead of any official trip by the president, they'll put out some sort of notice or they'll put out what they call a fact sheet. Okay. Um, and uh, what apparently shows up is uh, this fact sheet, impact of bipartisan border agreement funding on border operations. Uh, this is the bipartisan border security bill. Uh, the bill, <clears throat> according to the White House, includes $1.4 billion for cities and states who are providing critical services to newcomers and would expedite work permits for people who are in the country and qualify. <laughs> illegal, well, illegal alien, illegal immigrant, undocumented immigrant, migrant, undocumented American, newcomer. Newcomer. Yeah. Okay. Got it. So uh-huh. really the whole reason for this border trip is to try to spread the see, we've done everything we can. It's the Republicans' fault. We had the infrastructure deal all ready to go, and they said no. And that's gonna be the play, I guess. That's what it seems anyway. Okay. Anything in the press release there or anywhere else where he passed his physical yesterday? And he's in tip-top shape and ready to go. And uh, doesn't no. need a cognitive test no, because he takes a cognitive test every single day. Sure he does. Yeah. Yes. I've been told that time and time again, of course. Right. You mess with the minimum of America unless you want to get the benefit. Right. In defense of the White House's spin on this, yeah. they never did they ever really say that he passed it or just that he takes it every day? Hmm. Well, it's an interesting uh, piece of verbiage there, yeah. I mean, if you have a second, I can go back to how ABC covered this this morning because the reporter was definitely asked about it. Say, oh, and what about his physical? Oh, I think I have that right here. Hang on a second. The computer's a little slow because they talked about the border and all that, and then uh, something else here on his health. Let's see. Yeah, he did, and Michael, his doctor says the president is fit to serve. He found no new health concerns over the last year. He did say that the president is, quote, a healthy, active, robust 81-year-old. The annual exam did not, however, include a mental fitness test. His doctors didn't think it was necessary, and the White House argues the president passes a cognitive test every day just by doing his job. There you go. Yeah. So there you go. There's no need for it. I mean, forget about when the King of Jordan was here and he's wandering around and not knowing where to go and shaking hands with ghosts. And... Along with Queen Rihanna, who's uh, meeting with Jill now, and the Queen and the Crown Prince saying, where is the prince out there? And then he forgets. I thought he was coming out. At any rate. What? Your Majesty. Yeah. Over to you. Yeah, I forgot about that one. You say the Crown Prince sang? 
I don't know. I think he got the name mixed up a little bit there. I thought he said the crown prince. How do you? I go down the list. I'm not going to take your time. Know. You know. Yeah, I'm not going to take the time from you. Because what did he say before How that? How do you? I go down the list. I'm not going to take your time. You know. I'm not sure. <laughs> I tried putting it back to back to back one time to see if I could figure it out, and I still flummoxed. How do you? I go down the list. How do you? I go down the list. How do you? I go down the list. Still don't have it. I don't know what that is. How do you? I can go down the list is what he said. Oh, okay. Damn, you're good at this. You should be a doctor. Thank you, uh, Dr. Pepper. Yes. <laughs> Appreciate it. And by the way, for the record, there was no Dr. Pepper. Correct? <laughs> no, it was paper. That's what I thought. <laughs> All right, are you ready for your big three, Scott? Yeah. Here we go. It's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Every day about this time, the Scott Robbins trifecta. His top three of the day, helped by his hero. I'm Casey Kasem. Hey, buddy. How you doing? You doing well? Yes. Beautiful day, you know. It's January 20th or February 29th. It's leap day. You want to leap together today? I'm ready. Uh, okay. Three. I'm sorry. The Dr. Pepper thing always makes me laugh. It's funny. I want to it make that fun. my text alert. Tone. I know. Thank you, Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Whenever I get a text from my doctor's office or Walgreens or something, thank you, Dr. Pepper. <laughs> oh, you do that ready. one. You, you do that one. I'll do that. I'll go, I'll go. <laughs> That's when the ex-wife calls. All right. Number three. <laughs> Number three, California lawmaker wants to offer payments to illegals. Yeah, I mean, this is hard to believe. Uh, but this is true. Even in California, a state with $73 billion in growing deficit, that huge deficit, gave every illegal immigrant free health care. Uh, they're about to offer the same people zero interest, zero monthly payment mortgages. It is really remarkable. The <laughs> loans don't have, there's no interest on top of it. They don't require any monthly payments. Instead, when the mortgage is refinanced or the house is sold again, the borrower pays back the original amount of the loan plus 20% increase in the home's value. Got all that? So you, so basically you can't make any money on the house, but you can – it's institutionalized squatters. Exactly. It sounds like. Yes, institutionalized yeah. squatters is a good well way said. of putting it, yes. Yeah, I mean, again – Free health care, free housing, and you people who are American citizens and paying for all this, suck it. Yeah. Well, it, and their health care system is about to collapse. It is. It, I don't it, know if you saw you're that. right. No, no, I did. Yeah. Yep. It's crumbling. Oh, my goodness. All right. How do you? I got to call. Hang on. on with the countdown. It's Joe and Casey helping Scott with the trifecta, <laughs> top three of the day. <laughs> Up to number two. Number two, a uh, feel-good story here. University of Iowa basketball star um, Caitlin Clark surpassed another record. Yeah, she scored 33 points, and the Hawkeyes won over Minnesota, surpassing former Kansas standout Lynette Woodard as the major college scoring record. She topped that now, the women's record. She is 16 points away now from breaking the all-time record held by Pete Maravich. This is men or women. At LSU, Pete set that in, you mentioned this earlier today, Jamie, three years. It's 
Those numbers are crazy. Because you had to sit out your freshman year back in those days. You couldn't play. Yeah. There was no three-point line. Yeah, and there was no three-point line in Pete Maravich. His, this thing's lasted for a lot longer than I thought it would, this scoring record, and probably will. And She'll break it, obviously, with 16 points is all yes. she needs. But, I mean, all that being said, I mean, the odds of somebody actually being really good and playing four years of college basketball is not going to happen anymore. When she's on TV yeah, somewhere, do you watch? Yeah, I do, actually. I do, too. I mean, they've done something the WNBA could never do, get me interested in watching a, a women's game. And, and I don't say that to be sexist. I'm well, just there's plenty of women's sports that I'll watch. Oh, yeah, Because right. I, it's yeah. entertaining or it's the skill, whatever it might be. Yes. And the reason I watch is because she's amazing. I mean, it's yes, not just is. the shooting ability, the way she can finish at the hoop and weave around people and create her own shot. I mean, she's fantastic and she's got daggers from three-point line oh too. my gosh i mean extending yeah. it way out yeah. i mean it yeah she's just fun to watch one thing and i haven't seen this because that's the scoring record the one thing i don't think will ever be touched and tell me if i'm wrong i'm pretty sure that pistol pete averaged 44 a game yeah yeah that's why i took averaged, averaged 44, 44 a game yeah I, I mean, don't think that will ever be touched. The thing is, I think there's a whole generation of people who don't know who he is. I think that's I mean, true. And, and it's it's amazing that the, probably the greatest basketball player who ever lived in a lot of areas, anyway, people think this, the uh, GOAT, maybe. Oh, that's pretty tough, Well, man. I know it's tough, but Manny City, he's at least in the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the team game, and, you know, there's all of that. But, I mean, there's not a ton of video. I mean, no, it's out not, there on YouTube, but, but I mean, it's lot. not like every game was televised. No. When he was playing in the 70s. Remember the, the floppy socks? Everybody wanted to wear floppy socks then. Oh, yeah. And the hair. He had, he had longer hair, too, for the day. Well, I have the Pistol Pete shirt. Come on, man. I was a fan as a kid. That's Big awesome. fan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the countdown continues. Sky Roberts trifecta top three of the day. And finally, one. You want to talk about black-only theater nights, apparently. Yeah, white theater goers, stay home! What? You've been banned. From attending black-only theater night in London. Upcoming West End theater show for Slave Play will have blackout nights for black-identifying audiences only and will ban any white people from attending. There's going to be two different performances at the theater. Slave Play is by a playwright named Jeremy O'Harris. It's at the Noel Coward Theater in London on the uh, West End. Blackout nights are creating the environment in which only black identifying audience members can experience and discuss an event in the performing arts, film, and athletic and cultural spaces free from white gaze. <laughs> I'm just reading the press release, okay? Is that G-A-Z-E? G-A-Z-E, white okay. gaze. Got it. So you you so look at, if you're, if you're looking, white and straight, you're still not. No. Okay. Now, it, it's interesting that they use the word identify. Hmm. As so, I don't know what that means exactly. Other than if it's 2024, it could mean whatever you identify as. If you identify as a black person, I suppose you can go. So Dole is all is in. Yes, Rachel's in. Yes, okay. But the the white gaze will be eliminated Got when it. they're discussing it afterwards. Hmm. All right. Now again, <laughs> I hate to play this game. No, you don't. But if this was if, if this was white people only night, oh come on. Yeah. Yeah, that that's that's not going to fly. 
Well, that, so it's it's sort of like segregation. Bring it back. Yeah. That's the message. Exactly. Well, in, in fairness, the the white people only night is basically any showing of Mamma Mia. So you know, yeah, that's. Well, it's not that you aren't permitted. You just don't want right, to go. Right. <laughs> right. And there you have it. Scott Roberts, Effect, the top three of the day. Well done, Scotty. Appreciate it. Like only night. You know, it's a matter of time. I mean, if it's UK, if it's, you know, Canada, it's coming to the States at some point. Holy smokes. All right. There's more to get to. Got to get to another news update. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And Nimrod's in the news. Got a fun one today. Yeah, it has a hostess box involved. You don't want to miss it. Straight ahead. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try soon. Harry's is available online and in-store at a retailer near you. Get a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com dance. That's harrys.com dance. Or check us out at your local Costco for a price you can't find anywhere else. Just look for the Chrome Razor with 13 blade refills at your local Costco. You can't miss it. Exclusive to Costco members. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfer subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC. Angie list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Roberts. Thanks for being here. Mentioned it before, with rising costs, there's always concerns about the economy. Running a business right now is the hardest it's been in a long time. Now, you can simplify and streamline all the little things that make your business run with NetSuite by Oracle. It's everything you need to grow your business. It's all there in one place. Get a customized solution for all of your key performance indicators. And it's all in one efficient system, letting you manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. You know, having it all together, too, makes it much easier to make good decisions for the future. And right now, NetSuite has an unprecedented offer to make it happen for you. Yeah, uh, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at NetSuite.com slash MVR. That's NetSuite.com slash MVR and get your own KPI checklist. All right. David, you got a news update? I do. Well, you know, President Biden and... Uh, Former President Trump are visiting Texas. They're checking out the border uh, for two completely different reasons. Joe Biden's going to claim they've been having great success. And, well, Trump's going to actually tell the truth and say it's been a disaster. 
Well, 60 Minutes is on it. Cecilia Vega went down to Texas and decided she was going to interview the governor, Greg Abbott, who's been trying to stop the flow as much as he possibly can legally uh, as governor of Texas. And you can tell what this interview is going to be. Okay. Uh, Just right off the bat. But he's doubling down on razor wire, soldiers, and tough new laws. What gives you the authority to tell the U.S. Border Patrol what to do? This land we're on right now was used by the federal government to further illegal activity. And I wanted to put a stop to it. Well, also that framing is wrong. That's just a teaser, so I don't know what the broader context is there. But he's not telling the Border Patrol what to do. It's on state land. That's correct. Mm -hmm. So the Border Patrol doesn't have jurisdiction there. No. I hope that Greg Abbott records the entire interview. Yeah. And has it at the ready. Because we've learned this several times. It will get chopped up and edited, I'm guessing, to make him look as bad as possible. Probably. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a given. Yeah. I mean, if you're just playing the analytical game, that's mm-hmm. probably what's going to happen. So afterwards, if he has a copy of it, say, okay, here's, here's the proper context of my statement here. So they just can't cherry pick little parts out of it. I mean, what else is he supposed to do? I mean, they just wanted him to just take it and take care of all these people coming in. Mm-hmm. Just because of where you're at. Absolute garbage. I had some fairly good news for you, David, I think. Oh, yeah? Yeah, don't have time to get into all the details, but at least from the headline, millennials are on course to become the richest generation in history. Wow. Adjusted for inflation or not? No, it's thanks to the property assets accumulated by the generations before. Oh. It'll get passed on down. It's not from your hard work. Come on. (laughs) Nah. As a millennial, all of my investments are tied up in avocado toast. (laughs) It's a depreciating asset, I've learned. Unhitch my wagon to David now. I'm done. All right, it's time for Nimrods. Roll it out. When the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Dan. It's Nimrods in the news on the Martley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. I love the poorly educated. All right. Nimrod's the news. We go to Nebraska. 24-year-old guy walks into a quick shop convenience store. This is early, Tuesday morning. Demanded money. And, well, he had a Hostess cinnamon rolls box on his right hand. Oh. No. Money. Well, the clerk was worried he might have a gun in the box, so they handed over the cash from the register. Cops tracked the guy down on foot, searched him, found the cash, over four grams of meth. Mm. And if you had that, you know, Hostess cinnamon rolls box on your right hand, do you think he really had a gun? No. He did. He did. He did. Wow. Was arrested on multiple felony counts, including robbery, possession of a controlled substance, and use of a deadly weapon in the commission of a felony. You gotta start banning those hostess boxes. You gotta watch out. Yeah. Common sense box control. <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, you're reading that story and you're like, well, obviously he didn't have a gun. No, he had a gun on oh, him. Oh wow. kind of crazy. Damn. And that's Nimrod's in the news.